I am ready. Welcome to Love and Dragon Radio. I'm your host, Emma Uzchak. I'm here with my special guest, author, actress, cat, and every little thing else. <laughs> Pet Vita. I'm not going to butcher your last name. I've been practicing your first name when I got that far. <laughs> <laughs> so, welcome. Hi, thank you so much for having me. <laughs> okay, so you have the wonderful book out from, now you go by your pen name with your book which is, I'm going to butcher this, I.W. Fred. Yes. And it's called Lights Out. So where did you get the inspiration for the book? Oh, so um, I am someone that's a very, I'm a very big horror fanatic. So mm-hmm. I grew up binging horror movies from Freddy Krueger to Ghostface to Michael Myers, my personal favorite. And I thought, you know, one day um, I just wanted to, and this happened during lockdown, of course, since we're still in the pandemic. And I thought, I just wanted to see how it would be to write an actual horror book. And of course, the process has been very up and down, very up and down, lots of, you know, obstacles I I hadn't originally anticipated. Um, But, you know, I am very grateful for the experience. And because I've been able to write this book, I'm on to other ones. I'm I'm releasing another romantic comedy in in June of 2022. So I'm just, I'm excited for that one. And the support has been just really, really astounding. That's one. Now, wait a minute. You have a horror book out and you're doing a romantic comedy. (laughs) Yes. How do do you go from one to the other? (laughs) Yeah, I consider myself like a multi-genre artist in many different types of art. Mm -hmm. Um, So, and because of this, um, I grew up on a lot of Sarah Dessen, um, Ellen Hopkins, uh, different variations of authors and different works. So it helps, I guess, because of this, combined with my overactive imagination that I never outgrew, it helps me go from one genre to the other, to the other, stuff like that, depending on my mood and what I'm trying to explore in that moment. Right. I mean, as an author, it always depends on your mood. And then you have the characters talking. Then you go, wait, this character isn't from this book. Where did it come from? (laughs) (laughs) That is true. I mean, we talk to a lot of authors and we all have the same thread. We talk to our characters. So by talking to your characters, how much did the book change from what you thought it would be to what the final product was? Um, talking to my characters, uh, honestly, I realized through horror that I couldn't approach it in a way that you would approach a horror movie on, on screen. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of, uh, as you know, of course, a lot of work goes into just one book. Mm-hmm. So it's not just beginning, middle, and end. There's a lot of things you need to consider in terms of the characters' personalities, based on the personalities, how would they react? in certain situations when that also translates into dialogue and of course talking to your characters as you write you get to know them better and through this process you end up cutting out a lot of the stuff that you originally had because you thought you know of course it's essential to the genre you're writing and then you end up either taking it out rewriting it adding something new just to make it more concrete to not just what you feel as an author but also concrete to the character right I mean it's like you said, it's a lot of up and downs. We go through, okay, I have this idea to, this is the finished product and it might look like the idea over here, but might not be exactly what we thought, but it's so much better. Yes, <laughs> for sure. 
And you probably see this when you do your cosplay or your acting or everything else that you're doing. It comes out as, I have this vision, but this is what it comes out to. Yes, all the time, all the time, for sure. So, okay, so what cosplay are you into right now? Um, so I am into, I'm going, I'm going through a phase where I'm going through Atlantis. I like the, you know, the legend of Atlantis. Anything about the Atlantean empire does inspire me. Um, so at this, my next cosplay will be Princess Kira Kakash, the queen of Atlantis from the original Disney movies back in the day. <laughs> yeah, I, I kind of remember that one. I mean, it's been a little while since I watched the cartoon. Sorry, my daughter's 18. I haven't watched cartoons in a while. <laughs> but, you know, we have this fun, we can dress up and we can get into these characters and it takes our mind off whatever else we're doing. It does, it does. I think, I mean, any form of art, whether it's uh, literature or cinematic or whatever type of art you're into, I think, the really, really awesome thing about being so artistic mm -hmm. is the fact that through your artwork or through your work, you're able to go through different worlds or explore different characters and different scenarios that you typically wouldn't run into in real life. And I think, you know, it's, it's something that's not just limited to a certain age group or certain gender, you know, because we all have that imagination. We all have places that we've always wanted to go to or people we always wanted to embody in certain moments. So I think um, in any form, books especially, it's, it's a really neat treasure to experience. Right. We can get into, oh, I want to be a fairy princess today, or I want to be in a great explorer, or I want to be whatever you want to be. In art, you can do it. Yes, there are no limits. It doesn't matter if you're writing a screenplay. It doesn't matter if you're modeling. It doesn't matter if you're doing cosplay or writing a book. You can be anything you want to be in art. Yeah, I think it's, it's, I feel like art is essential to human essence, you know, it, because, because art is such something that you can interpret any way that you want. It, it can be, we all have different perceptions on different things. So I think art is something that it's expressive in a way that you can't always communicate linguistically. So I, I do enjoy, you know, different forms of art and I, and I do appreciate anyone who has a fun and appreciation for any type of art out there. It's really Great. Yeah, it's so, really awesome. So with 2022, I'm hoping everything in the world of acting is getting back to normal. So are you currently getting ready to do anything? I know you can't say under NDA if you have projects what the names are, but you can say yes or no if you're into projects. Yes, uh, there will be a couple projects coming up in 2022. Uh, luckily for us, uh, the pandemic seems to have calmed down a little bit in comparison to when it was first introduced into the world, of course. Um, so we are, you know, venturing back onto set. There's certain scripts and certain projects that will be out later this year that I'm very excited for everyone to, you know, view and, you know, participate in. Uh, there are other offset things that I will be uh, participating in. Um, and I'm very excited for that as well. And I can't wait to see how the audience receives our work. That will be awesome. Whatever you do, I'm sure it's going to be fabulous. And I can't <laughs> wait to see it. Of course, you're going to have to let me know what it is when it comes out <laughs> so I can see it. <laughs> so that's always fun being able to link back. You know, we have these interviews and I go, oh, I was just did this. Well, okay, what is it? <laughs> Let me see. You know, as a viewer, as a fan, I can do that. But, you know, 
we can't stay <laughs> under NDA what the projects are. Yeah, sadly. <laughs> I mean, we, I, as a producer, I understand you have to keep everything close and quiet until it's ready to be out there. Yes, you know, try to kind of build that anticipation for viewers. <laughs> but we also do this with your books too. We are working on this project, but we're not going to give you the name, but we'll tell you it's coming. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> That's always, I like to build that, that anticipation. I kind of leave people guessing and hanging there. You know, and they just kind of surprise them when they least expect it. It's always something that they never really see coming. So I, I, like, I like that. I like that spontaneous type of thing. It's, it's scheduled spontaneous. So it looks spontaneous to the outside world and it's very scheduled by the insider. Yes, for sure. <laughs> I understand exactly. So with lights out, okay, and I just clicked something on the video and it just started playing on your screen. So, but with lights out, are you, going to think about a sequel or the character is going to come back eventually? Yes. Um, so there may be a sequel. Um, this is still just like a, a, a drafting phase. I don't even know, you know, how I want to approach a sequel at the moment, but mm -hmm. I will feel like this isn't the end for the characters of Lights Out. Yeah. So for sure, you know, there will be probably something there that may be even more crazy or out there than the first installment, but I'm excited to see where the characters tell me to go and how, what manifests out of this uh, sequel. Okay, so <laughs> obviously <laughs> we can't get too much in it because we don't want to give away the horror story. But can you tell us about the setting of the story? Just a little bit. Yes, uh, so the setting, because it is an anthology, the setting is um, it does take place in different places. Each story uh, takes place in different countries or different cities. You know, I try to be as inclusive and as expansive as possible, just because when you are in a, with an anthology, you are experimenting with a lot of different types of characters and scenarios. So you do have to do a lot of research to make sure it's accurate. Um, so a lot of the settings do take place like in places that I've personally never been to, like New York City, or Houston, Texas, and then they're more out there like in countries like India, Japan, South Korea, just, uh, different experimenting with different cultures and getting, you know, playing around with characters in those societies and kind of expanding and growing from there. How many countries or places did you explore were writing this? <laughs> um, so about, um, like internationally, it's about five different countries. Yeah, things are countries that more or less I more or less I already knew about, of course. Uh, but I, there is a lot of research that went into it, just because I wanted the characters to be authentic to a type of person you'd find in, in a certain type of society, of course. Um, and then in terms of like, but the majority I feel like of the stories do take place in the U.S. or places that I've grown up in, or or places that I've like even if I've driven through and had an interesting experience, and I just kind of like brought it to life and then just kind of exaggerated it, of course, for entertainment purposes. Of course, you can't just say, oh, I went to this road on th this city because, you know, no, you have to exaggerate. You have to have some type of spookiness, right? Yes, for sure. <laughs> it's one of the like key elements in horror. <laughs> yeah, you can't just go, oh, it was nightfall on this street. Oh, no, you have the what the owls are doing or the car passing by or you know i haven't read the story so i can't really give you accurate what you did 
but it's a horror story. So of course, it's, there's going to be things at night. It's going to scare you. And that's the type of book that you want to be scared in. Yes, uh, that is the main point. I'm trying to scare my audience. And then a lot of these stories are different types of horror. Some are more like suspenseful horror. Mm -hmm. Others are like more classical. And then others are more like hybrid type of thriller, supernatural, stuff like that. So I wanted to go with different types of horror that I grew up with. But ultimately, the main point is to try to scare my audience and see how well I did that. So what reviews have you gotten from your audience so far? Um, so the reviews have been pretty uh, swell lately, especially from like beta readers and they're the ones that normally read the manuscript, the finals before it's out. Um, so um, most of the stories have been pretty chilling. Um, I have people who have come up to me and are through social media, of course, and have told me that they like the inclusivity. Uh, they like the types of monsters or like or people in general that are in the stories. And it, it does because they are such characters that are so, you would wonder in the beginning why they would be the main characters so-and-so, but it all ties up in the end of each story. Uh, so, so far it has been pretty good. Pretty good, I'd say. Awesome. We always love our beta readers because they give us the best feedback, usually. Yes. <laughs> now, I know, is this one out yet or is it coming out? Um. Yes, yeah, so this one is coming out. Yes. About when it was, is Lights Out coming? All right, so this one will be coming out in the summer. Initially, this the the excuse me the publishing date was October of last year, but one of my editors got sick, so that did push the editing process farther back than we anticipated. So we've had just close people like who have been involved in the project reading it. Um, I've had some uh, different random people read uh, the manuscript, and they've liked it so far. So you know, so far so good. And I've put like little snippets online of different stories, and have gotten pretty good. Uh, responses. Well, you know, with books, it's always, okay, here's my idea of timeline. And then you have your editors get a hold of it. And you might have to go back three or four times with them, or one gets sick and everything else happens. So it does happen. Mm -hmm. But it will be here in time for the horror season of 2022. For sure. That is a, that is a promise for sure. Now, when you do the launch, if you get close to Halloween time, are you going to dress up as one of the characters to scare people as they buy your book? <laughs> yes, I have thought about this. Um, and I do want to do just cosplay a lot of my characters uh, just to, of course, introduce lights out to different types of people. And I feel like because it's spooky and I like spooky and scary and stuff like that, why not? So I think it would be really fun. I do plan on doing that. Well, you do a lot of cosplay and I got to see some of your work in cosplay and I knew yeah. you do it so well you're so detail orientated so bringing the characters to life in this way and holding the book it's great marketing for both you and the book yes um and, and what I like about it as well is the fact that I get to bring different types of things that I like to do uh, mm -hmm. together um and, and it is on a marketing perspective it is it's as chef's kiss, it is perfect. You know, like just putting it out there, it really is. And it's, it is like, it's so much fun. I love writing, I love reading and I do love cosplay all at the same time. So just it, I like having been in the space where I can just put all of them together and have fun with it as well. Now, are you expecting to do book fairs and stuff like this? Yes, that is the plan. Um, this would be my first 
you know, fingers crossed, it would be like my first time doing all of this. So this is obviously a new experience for me, uh, being a new author, but I, that is the plan and that's really what we're going for. So fingers crossed, hopefully. Like fingers crossed because we never know what 2020 is going to do, 2022, you know, the 2020s in the mindset, the whole 10 years, we don't know what is going to do with this pandemic thing. So we have to go fingers crossed. We're going to try to do book fairs and actually talk to people this year. (laughs) (laughs) Hopefully, hopefully. I would love that. I mean, as an author, that's one thing I, that I miss is the book fairs. Oh, yes. Um, I have been to some book fairs, of course, not as an author, but like as a like an mm-hmm. attendee. And they've always been so much fun. Like I've gotten to meet like a lot of different authors. And because I met them there, I've gone through their books. And it's just, you know, like my book are like my book closet or like my book library. It's, of course, it expands a lot of the time because of these book fairs, I'm hoping to at least go in for the first time as an author rather than just an attendee. Right. You don't go to a book fair just to go to see one author. You usually have about 10 to 15 authors there. And of course, you have to buy each one of their books. Yes. (laughs) Yes. I I did learn that on my first uh, book fair a couple of years ago. I just went for one particular person. I just wanted to buy a book or two, you know, Mm -hmm. and then I ended up having a whole chunk of uh, books in the car that I went home with just because I love, you know, there's so many authors that, and then you end up asking them questions and then you get into their books and it's, you can't put it down. You end up buying them and you take them home to read again. Exactly. It's okay. I went for a horror book, but I'm going, coming home with horror, romance, comedy, uh action whatever you know we come home with bags of books and then our bookshelves go oh we need to buy a new bookshelf today (laughs) (laughs) for sure for sure (laughs) but where can our listeners our viewers find you your books and everything else you're doing Yes. Um, so I am on Facebook. I'm on YouTube. And that's where I'll be starting like a, a story channel, of course, uh, aside from other projects I tend to, um, I will be uploading on YouTube. Um, I'm on Instagram. I am on Twitter, of course, and pretty soon I will also be on TikTok. Lots of places. <laughs> yes, I'm everywhere. Yes. Well, it's great that you're everywhere because that makes you relevant to everyone. <laughs> yes, that's true. And of course, you can be found on IMBD as well. Yes, um, all my work that I've done thus far um, will be, is I'm on IMBD. And as you know, we make the announcements for the other projects coming on li- this year, uh, other credits and other information will be added on as well. Well, I always bring up IMBD when I have someone here that actually has an IMBD because work, you can link your books there, you can link your modeling there, your cosplay and your films there. Yes, every I love IMBD. Everything is there. Anything you want to know, anything that you need to know is on IMBD. Mm-hmm. It, it, it makes a great page to be found. Definitely. So Definitely. I love it. So, but thank you so much for being on the show today. And I can't wait to see all the projects you have coming out and to finally read Lights Out that I've been hearing so much about. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. And it's been such a a pleasure chatting with you on the show. And for our listeners and our viewers, happy reading. 